Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cast Magic, the developer podcast for the Dragon and I game project. I am Dark Magic, your host. Um, it's been a while since we've uh, last done an episode of the podcast. Uh, it was March 5th uh, when we uploaded episode 8. Um, and the world is entirely different to where I think it would be in just a couple of months. Um, I don't want to spend too much time discussing what's been happening. Um, it's a very different situation wherever you are in the world, um, whatever background you're from. Um, and there's, in, in a lot of areas, uh, multiple things happening. You know, there's a lot of impactful events going on right now across the world. So I just want to sort of dial it back and keep it concise, um, and just sort of, you know, try and contextualize things in relation to how it has been affecting us. Um, I do want to say that I know well and truly, especially for myself, I was fortunate enough to be able to take an, ag an aggressively cautious approach when things relating to COVID-19, uh, started, uh, affecting, uh, things in, in my state, uh, living in Australia here, but um, obviously contributors of this project are based around the world. Um, in some countries that are, have been affected differently, you know, it's it's all it's all very it's all very complicated. But um, I will I will say to put things in in a simple context, um, as I was wrapping up editing and 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 producing the last episode of this podcast. Uh, I was looking forward to plans to travel to the other side of the country here in Australia to um, to catch up with some friends, go on my first social outing for the year, and I and I don't I don't do a lot of socialising outside the internet as people who know me uh, would be fairly familiar with, but um, I'm glad that I decided to take a a second thought and and have doubts about how. Um, smart it was to to go and go on this trip and 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 indulge myself and and I think that if I had sh shook my head and gone nah you know things will be fine it's just one of those things that you see on the news you know there's always stuff you know turning over in the news all sorts of world events local events that sort of thing and and to be honest I don't watch a lot of um tv I, I don't I don't tune into the news listeners because I know that um I'm in a, I'm in a position of my own choice where I can, you know, there's, there's a gap between me and, you know, even, even sort of lo the local populace, let alone, you know, uh, national and, and international events and that sort of thing. But, um, I think that if I had gone ahead with it and just didn't trust my gut feeling, um, I'd be, I'd be sitting here talking to you guys today. Um, and I wouldn't have seen my family in some months and, you know, I would have been one of the people who is doing it very tough and, and very much struggling right now. So, you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to bog things down too much today because we do have things to talk about relating to the project, but I guess I, I wasn't too sure if I wanted to do this episode and I, and I, you know, I, I even spoke with family about it and I, and I, said to him, you know, do I want to be adding this to the, to the chronicle of this journey for this project? You know, is, is this, is this something that is actually affecting the project? And, and, and obviously as, 
as with everything in in life as it as it's become this this thing that's going to go down in history most certainly um there's you know it, it has had an impact on on our ability to approach the project as we had expected you know we were looking towards a uh, a May or, or June sort of deployment for the first playable demo of the project. And now, as we'll go into later in this podcast, um, you know, we, we've, we've had, we've had some setbacks that, that are kind of not necessarily relating to the, to what's been going on with COVID and, and with other sort of um, elements of, of life in 2020. But I think when we're at the end of this process um as as with all important stories um you know seeing where that conflict started and where those hurdles began when you finally get to the end of that journey and when we do see the other side of this and and i know that we will even if there will be uh bumps up and down with with politics and and you know talking about vaccines and 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 economic um fallout from from what's been happening and not just the COVID but uh you know everything that that we're all having to live with the things that are you know right in front of us right now and we can't really ignore a lot of this stuff um different things that are affecting our society and our and our ability to just have you know comfortable livelihood um it's it'll be important to look back at this and see the strength that we gather and develop through these hardships. And this sort of thing is something that all generations eventually face. Um, you know, I know my generation, this, this is, this is this invisible enemy that's attacking our livelihoods and our ability to sort of, um, you know, sort of look towards our futures and, and plan ahead, essentially. I think, I think that the fact that we can't plan ahead, we cannot predict our, our sort of short and long-term movements like that. That's the thing that's really crippling people right now. Um, you know, that's a universal truth of, of where we're at right now. And that's something really difficult to deal with. But I think that there's, there's been a lot of times in history where you look back and say, you know, wow, those those people went through all that stuff. They went through those tough times and they were really brave and strong for it. And they come out the other side. And, and I do believe that as long as we're able to stick together and remember that we are all in this together, that we will see, um, you know, we, we will see that sunrise where we're not dealing with this anymore and we are all better for it. We're, we're wiser and, and, and older, but, um, I think it will help us appreciate what comes after so much more. So I don't, I don't want to sort of um, continue treading water on that subject matter. Um, like I said, it was something that I wasn't too sure I w wanted to say anything in the podcast about it. Um, you know, I've, I'm, I'm a very opinionated person. Um, people who know me, um, you know, and who are close to me know that the things that, that we're all dealing with at the moment, um, you know, I have a lot of opinions to share on the matter, but I think that the simplicity of this podcast is very appealing to me and that currently it's it's got like a very 
it's got a particular purpose. Uh, it's got a very small audience and I don't want to bog down too much of our conversation because we have that outside of of these sort of um, publicly available channels and, and people know exactly how I feel about um, where where the world's sort of at right now and, and the, 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 the divisions between us that I think, you know, we... We should we should look past that stuff. Um, we definitely need to address them as soon as we're out of this um, economic and, and, and medical mess. I'll I'll say that much. But um, other than that, we'll we'll stick to talking about the project. So yeah, just it, it's it's important that I that I sort of captured you know how this is how this has really been um, making me feel. I guess you know um, we're still pushing forward with the project, um, and in some respects. Uh, there's been a couple of concessions afforded to us because of uh, what's been happening and just sort of the uh, uh, the stimulus uh, here in Australia uh, in in response to the COVID crisis. Um, that's definitely helping us stay on our feet. Um, but there there have been some other interesting little complications that that have nevertheless delayed where we're going. And and I wasn't too sure if this was worth talking about, but we'll we'll just leave it at that for now. Um, I'm sure you're all sort of feeling it, you know, you know what's going on. So, so we can, we can sort of understand that we are all in this together and we are all, um, tackling new things every day. So, um, to just sort of get my head out of that space so that we can focus on, on today's episode, um, just sort of thinking back, uh, to the March episode, uh, episode eight, um, I believe around that time we were making preparations to take delivery of our motion capture equipment that we will be using here locally in order to uh, just enhance the animation side of the game project um, because this is a game project where we do want to focus on the storytelling and uh, we are taking the approach of, of it being a 3D game, uh, you know, instead of being like a a very specialized game format like a visual novel or or a side scroller or, or something like that where um historically uh sort of smaller game development teams need to make compromises on the quality of of certain visuals or, or certain aspects of of the game um very early on in, in this game project, I decided that this is something I wanted to explore if we had uh, the financial means to do so. Um, and, and around uh, sort of mid to late April, we did take delivery of um, some, some test equipment so that we could integrate that into our um, art development pipeline so that we can get um, quite, quite literally, you know, sort of... Uh, true to life animation and and a sense of realism from from the character movements um and that will be being applied to uh you know combat encounters so like the you know the, the attacking um dodging out of the way of, of abilities and and all that sort of thing um as well as in the sort of the the story focused moments where the characters are interacting with each other um, you know, sort of making the sort of the, the background motion of a busy city or some such, um, you know, a bit more realistic and a bit more believable. It's, it's that believability, you know. Um, I see a lot of games um, in certain genres 
where they're, they're trying to tell like a very compelling story. And I feel like I've personally gotten kind of lost on some of the animation side of those games where uh, either just through the, the visual style of the game, maybe it's maybe it's a bit too cartoony or, or a bit too sort of like you know, anime um, or there isn't enough uh, wiggle room with uh, the fact that, you know, like say a visual novel or something like that tends to be um, kind of like a comic, I guess, in that you, you're getting essentially panels and slides to, you know, move the character or change their expression. And, and there's not enough of that uh, fluidity there. There's not enough subtlety to that. Um, so very early on this year, you know, uh, it, it looked like that we had a chance to um, try and push for that motion capture integration. We've got some space here. Um, at my residence for, for recording and, you know, we've sort of made that room and, and in late April we, we acquired the gear. Um, and funnily enough, <laughs> I'm eating my words now uh, looking back on it, but um, for the past couple of months while we've been testing uh, the integration of the gear uh, with our animation software Maya, um, I'd often say like the the hardest part of using this technology is putting on, uh, you know, like the suit and actually getting there to do, you know, going down there to do the recording, capture that file and, and you know, like that, that element of essentially putting on a skin tight suit. Like that's the, that was the hardest part uh, until very recently when we've started taking delivery of uh, some of the character models for the game. So we've got a couple of hero characters um, who by now for people following the, the project on, on the Discord forum um, are very familiar with, with who's been uh, delivered. So we've got a, uh, got a couple of heroes, a couple of enemy characters sort of available um, and we are developing some more. But um, for the past couple of weeks... Um, especially because it's not something that I've done for quite a while. Preparing the, the 3D models for receiving animation has been a very interesting learning process. And I'll just phrase it like that because uh, at the end of the day, you know, when things don't go right, uh, especially when it comes to a game development and using computers in general, uh, it is an opportunity to learn about new tools and new techniques. Um, and I will say that um, the work that's been done to get the characters prepared to, uh, so that when I do a recording or, or when I get someone to record um, an action or a scene um, through motion capture and, and then converting their movements to the actual character's um, controls, I suppose you could say, uh, that process has not quite gone as as smoothly as it had gone on our test characters so when we when we got the motion capture equipment i did some recordings based on the characters that were developed for the internal test demo so just the one that we've been playing to make sure everything just works so it's not the pretty thing that uh, uh, we hope to deliver shortly but everything was working well enough with them so you could pair the the information required to to make them move realistically to their uh, body and their equipment and the stuff that they were carrying and then and then that was all good and it looked okay but then we received the you know the the nicer proper models um that have been 
uh, developed by the art team to to be used for the demo but also probably you know the rest of the project moving forwards um, I'm very happy with with the work that I've received um, it's, it's very very high quality and and I'm very excited to share that but because it looks so nice I don't just want to just chuck it in some test level and go here's the character you know I think I think that we're actually at a stage now where um, with another couple of weeks fine-tuning and and sort of developing level design and and a couple of polished assets for the actual um, game world uh, we'll be able to give a more authentic and honest look at what the end product may look like once we're able to sort of uh, commit sort of fully to to the design and style of the game so for the time being all I wanted to do for the past couple of weeks was rig up a character so that you know the body could move with the data that we've provided but because our motion capture solution at this stage um, is not incorporating facial capture so we're not actually recording facial expressions or anything like that um, I needed to uh, develop a control system for facial expressions that then also played nicely with this motion capture data and I'm very lucky because uh, I have access um, through friends and, and colleagues, um, access to a couple of really nicely sort of designed and, and rigged up uh, 3D characters from, from other projects and, and just standalone designs and that sort of thing. And I was following along as best as I could remember how to do that sort of uh, rigging uh, techniques and, and that sort of thing. There's, there's a lot of different ways of setting up the controls for a character it, you know even if they're just like a human shaped character with you know two, two legs two arms a head a chest sort of thing you know there's there's depending on the needs of of, of the project and and the um style of animation that that the artist is used to there is three or four sort of main ways that you may go about um preparing a character for animation and that sort of thing so I sunk a lot of work into um, what I believed was a, a really effective um, rig for our hero character, just to sort of get them ready so that I could sort of prepare um, for for the June update uh, that we released a couple of weeks ago. The you know just some sort of preview to be like, hey, this is everything all this this is everything that we've we've done coming together. Um, you know, all, all the pipeline merging for this final result and then being able to show that off, um, you know, with, with a nice, really high quality animation loop, you know, just some sort of little on the spot, little, um, just, just little sequence would have been really nice. Um, but when that's been paired to the motion capture data for the first time, uh, the results were fantastically disastrous. Like I was, I was simultaneously, so amused and so devastated in in what had happened um and you know I, I do kind of want to chalk it up to uh you know this is new technology we haven't we haven't got any exp prior experience with motion capture uh technology oh, myself personally at least um you know surely it's it's this that and whatever but um I had to I had to make a, a number of adjustments to the design of the characters so that we could incorporate uh, the motion capture uh, recordings. Um, but I do want to say that this process has been extremely useful to sort of um, just just to get a method going. 
I, I suppose, I'm sure even for teams that have developed stuff together in the past, um, if they're switching genre or engine technology or something like, I think that every game project, you go through this phase of trying to determine what's the, what's the optimal way of getting stuff done essentially you know every every game project has different requirements and most of the time it has different people on on staff to to contribute to that project and so i i knew that especially since we're pushing for this sort of really realistic and and a really nuanced uh animation technology and i am happy with what we've got but it was a teething process to sort of get to the stage where I was comfortable with uh, the process because when things went disastrous, I sort of pulled a bit of pulled my hair out a little bit and spent uh, a couple weeks more um, just sort of getting an implementation that would work. And after a lot of uh, brute force uh, sort of techniques, trying to just you know make a couple of adjustments, apply the data to the to the character and see, you know, was the arm moving properly this time? Is the head, you know, sort of moving along with the rest of the body or is it stuck in place? Like just really bizarre things that sort of happen, you know, very, very sort of first world artist problems. Um, but sort of through that trial and error, I was able to come up with like a really, really awful but effective step-by-step process to, to create you know, to, to create some sort of pairing of this data to the 3D model that was going to work. But I was very, 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 very scared of the the implication that I would have to do this, like, really dodgy version of this process for every character. Um, I, I understand, understand that, like, preparing a, a 3D model for animation is typically, like, that. that is usually a dedicated job in most... Um, film and game productions uh you know rigging is in a lot of respects a dedicated position um and it is something that i have had experience with before but it isn't necessarily something that i had professional training for that specific um role in 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 a team so having a method that was effective but time consuming was quite scary because I will um for most of the project moving forward I will be ensuring um the setup of the characters because I will be the one doing most of the the animation recording and editing um as the project moves into like a proper stride once we've got the fundamentals in place for the you know like these initial demos that we hope to explore for the rest of the year um the first couple of feature demos so having having something that worked but was very time consuming was quite scary because this game is going to have a number of unique um characters in it that will all need animation on top of you know this this method didn't guarantee me any solution for characters that are say animals or monsters you know i, I know that it would work for a uh, for a human character that we can do the motion capture for but but for other sort of creatures and and ideas i wasn't too sure if this was going to work um and i don't really want to move forward to the production cycle of this project without knowing these processes so that if anyone needs to pick up the slack at any point or i need to delegate um 
responsibility to someone else for for a period of time we need to ensure that consistency so this teething was quite frustrating but i will report that within the past week or so i have taken another crack at it from a completely fresh you know like i just put it aside for the weekend for about three or four days and then came back to it and then you know just the process of of going what do we actually what do we actually need to animate ourselves and, and what really is is something that the technology the motion capture technology what's that already doing for us and that's resulted in a an animation um control system that is is in some respects simple but because it's simple uh the motion capture data doesn't have to fight or override anything in order to uh, come across really authentic so um and, and, and also because of the things that I've now learned about the software that we're using, um, some of the new features that have been added since since I last used it, um, this means that when things go wrong, I've now got some answers. So long story short, uh, way back in April, I thought that, you know, putting on that suit for the first time and doing a couple of recordings just to prove it all worked. Um, and I was like, wow, this was, this, this, this is a, this is a, a lock and key solution to speed up the uh, the animation process. And then there was a number of hurdles, you know, uh, life hurdles with COVID delaying things, but, but also just uh, discovering that uh, things were not, in fact, as, as simple as they appeared at first glance was was quite quite a humbling experience. And, and now I think that uh, that's given us a lot of good information on on how to approach things uh, moving forward with the game demo. Um, so keeping that in mind, you know, every everything that I've just talked about, like that was stuff that I had wanted to bundle into April slash May at the latest. And then we were looking forward to um, getting an actual public test demo of, of the first sort of combat sequence um, by about that June, July sort of time frame but um you know as i discussed as you guys can imagine um covid started becoming quite significant in april uh, here in australia r- roughly thereabouts definitely by may um and the schools were closed and and i was i was responsible with with looking after family members and children for about six, oh, at least six weeks it feels like it was probably eight um and and during that time i wasn't in a position to you know access my equipment i wasn't in a position to actually do a lot of programming or anything like that so while i did tinker with um starting to prep the models for animation it had actually taken um at at least two months delay uh to actually get back to what i was planning on doing in april because it was sort of early june that uh we took delivery um, of some of the characters and then started you know the trial and error process of pairing up our motion capture technology with the with that so you can imagine you know as as i look uh, here at the episode log and see that i um and and i had to listen to the last episode just to remember what on earth i was even talking about because it has been so long since we've done the podcast um and 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 you know that that gap in in being able to actually work on on the game is also why I decided to skip over doing uh, an episode for April and and May because there was just nothing happening that that you guys didn't already know about you know like the the world 
sort of did a, a, a flip upside down and, and then it didn't really seem to matter about what was going on with the project. But we have sort of uh, pushed forwards and we are in a position now um, to continue our work through the rest of the year at this stage without, you know, hoping nothing further complicates uh, our, our livelihood here in 2020. Um, we should be able to continue forwards. We, as of this week... Um, as of today, in fact, um, I can report that we are starting work on the 3D development for the main characters, um, you know, the, the actual playable characters that you'll play through through most of, of the actual story, Alec and Irian. Um, I'll have some more information to provide on their development, hopefully in the coming weeks. But at this stage, um, the, the best that I can report is, is that we, in, in some respects, we are delayed considerably. Um, you know, I wanted people to be able to be playing uh, the game at this stage, and we did want to look towards July for a proper launch of the, of the Patreon page. Um, but we're taking the extra time now to just ensure that that first impression that we can give for the game project is, is going to be the most honest and, and effective uh, impression that we can give um, I very much want to be in a position where when we do launch this Patreon page and we do launch the public uh, test demo um, when people are playing that it's, it's, it's very authentic to what we want to be developing because then we can get the best feedback from you guys so um, I'll, I'll briefly sort of uh, clarify uh, some changes to uh, what we hope to deliver as, as the very first build. So previously we had been working on a, a demo where the first build would have uh, sort of two uh, zones to it. There would be a tutorial section of the game that's just a, a you know teaches everything I you know I, I've never played a game before how do I play your game sort of stage um, just just to sort of help demonstrate some of the elements of our game that are probably look familiar to most gamers but may need just like a little bit of context on on how we've done it differently and that's just things like uh, the control system the way you and and the way that you move in relation to uh, where the camera is looking and, and all that sort of stuff because sometimes you know, for, for some people, they just pick up a controller or, or they start a game and that stuff just makes sense and, and it doesn't need explaining. But but for some people, it does need explaining because maybe maybe they give me some feedback or, you know, like that they, they're able to give some feedback on that if they're aware of those explicit choices that we've made with the development of the game. You know, if we choose to have um, the, ca uh, the camera move sort of somewhat independently of where the character is moving. So the character can be running off te technically, you know, off to the left of the camera and they're sort of strafing in that direction, but you can continue to move and rotate the car uh, the camera however you wish. You know, that's like, that's one of the choices that we've made. That, that sort of example where, you know, maybe someone plays this and they're not too sure why it's playing the way it's playing and maybe they expect something different because it's something simple like moving the camera and moving the character but if we've got that demo there that sort of explains to them you know we did it this way so that it feels like this then 
they can go, oh, okay. Uh, and, and maybe if they feel strongly enough in opposition to some of these choices that we've made, we can get some feedback from that. You know, n- nothing, nothing so locked down that, um, you know, overwhelming feedback in, in a certain direction isn't valuable sort of thing. You know, we're not going to plug areas about that sort of stuff. So, so there will be, there was a section like that in the demo that we were preparing for June, July release. Um, there is going to be a section like that still in the the revised demo that we are making. And the only reason that we've gone and taken this revision is that we are now utilizing some graphic, uh, just some rendering techniques that are specific to more recent versions of DirectX. So um, just we're using a graphics style and and technology that that meant that we needed to rebuild some of this stuff anyway so we decided i decided that that was a good time in addition to everything else that's been happening to to reconsider what we actually want to present um from the get-go so in addition to that sort of you know very specific hey this is how you play video games. This is how you play ours. In addition to that sort of experience that will then lead into uh, like a combat section um, of that tutorial, there will also just be a mode where you can just jump straight into it and you are doing like a little battle arena fight. And that's purely just to help us test the combat because initially we were going to do the, you know, the, everything laid bare tutorial thing and then we were going to implement the combat after because we're because we're taking all of that stuff now and and we're just having to rebuild it anyways we might as well deliver those features from the get-go so that there's more to talk about and there's more feedback that we can get uh based on that and i do want to say as well that the tutorial section of the game will feature uh, just just a couple of narrative-driven elements. Um, this the, the particular sequence will not feature in the final game whatsoever. Um, you will play a character that's, you know, may not necessarily be a playable character in uh, the release game, um, even if we continue to use them as, as like a, a standing character for the time being. Um, but I do want to just... Uh, explain that you know we'll, we'll still put some little storytelling bits in for the for the demo just so that that gives us a way of actually exploring some of this stuff ahead of time so that like with the mocap pairing and some of this other stuff that these other teething sort of um, issues that we've had lately this gives us a, an early opportunity to actually try and squash some of that out so that we don't have these problems um happening when we don't have the time to deal with them so as for an approximate timeline on the demo um i will be spending this week doing a lot of animation recording for that initial tutorial experience so while i can't say that the demo is necessarily going to be available by the end of the month or even or even by august at this stage unfortunately um i do just want to highlight that because we've gone through most of the hurdles now, because we've had the time to step back and and just sort of explore what what matters and, and what we need to address so that we don't have any further time delays um, in, in the process of making this game, hopefully we can get this demo out, you, you know, like 
I don't I don't want to I don't want to stretch the the time frame too broadly but like to say that we want the game playable before the end of the calendar year 2020 sounds very broad but because of what has happened I still think that this is a very achievable goal and it's something that's going to give us the motivation to to get it out earlier than that you know like like I I want to be able to say that like when I say that sort of thing I'm not trying to you know, say it's December or anything like that. But but with the way that things are at the moment, you know, it, it may be December, but I would say it's it's more likely to lie somewhere in between now and then. It's just um, the more time that we've got to polish this up to make it as, as honest to our vision as possible and make it as authentic um, as possible and, and, as, and as well-featured as possible for this initial round of feedback from you guys then that's worth the, the the delay at this stage because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, of, of all the years to sort of uh, sit back and play some video games, um, I definitely recognise that we could all use a couple more um, things to be uh, to be booting up for a bit of relaxation. But uh, for the time being, um, the things that were getting in the way of us launching or, or would have gotten in the way of us launching without COVID um, are being resolved. So there is very little stopping us from actually putting in that work to get the demo out there. But just because of what has happened and because of the general uncertainty of the year so far, I don't want to commit any further to a, a particular release. I just want to make sure that when we do release it, it's it's this new vision that we've got for the demo that that means that you get the most out of it and then we get the most out of it by seeing how you respond to what you get so you know if, if you boot up that tutorial you get a bit of a story experience you get to see the sort of um you know the expectations and style that we've got for that sort of stuff um a couple of custom animations there to contextualize the sequence you know we do want it to feel like an actual cutscene um when you start the tutorial as well as a couple of uh things like like the combat um explaining the camera controls explaining the 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 health and resources of the game get all that sort of stuff out there so that we can actually get feedback so you guys can explain um how you felt about it and then we can move on with with the rest of our deployment um, for content as 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 we sort of get more more characters developed and and they're in the pipeline as well. So um, I do want to thank anyone uh, listening to this episode for uh, putting up with that sort of front loaded bit of um, bit of heart to heart there sort of thing. Um, like I said, um, I think that when we're all done with this, it was it was important that there's something out there that sort of showed that, that this happened, basically. Um, I don't think that we should be sweeping under the rug any of the uh, economic and political um, things that are going on, you know, the, 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 stuff, the stuff that our lives are now, are now made of. So um, thank you very much for listening. Um, on the next episode, as we do hope to sort of move back into that monthly format where... Um, you know, early in the month, we recap what happened last month sort of thing. You know, I think that we are in a position to start talking about that again and, and getting that happening. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, starting in August, we'll be able to look back on um, what's ahead of me for the next couple of weeks, implementing this animation tech properly um, and getting that all meshing together. And then hopefully we can continue moving towards that that monthly um, 
episodic report on on what's going on so until then uh we'll be wrapping up today's episode thank you very much for listening i do appreciate people following this project i appreciate you know being able to get out there and just you know have this transparency with people so that i can represent myself represent this project um and and i do i do appreciate everyone's uh commitment to this um following along in this journey it really does mean a lot to me so um, with everything that's going on right now, you know, stay safe, be cautious. Uh, I do appreciate you, the listener, even if we haven't met, you know, there will come a time where we get to talk this, you know, it's, it's interesting, it's interesting times, but we will get through this. Um, and until then I look forward to speaking again with another update on the project. Thank you very much for listening. Stay safe and have a pleasant day. (laughs) 